Welcome to Bathing with God. Listener Mailbag. Listener Mailbag. Hey, Quad. Hey, what? We have another listener question. Yes, I know. Well, several questions from this listener, actually. Yes, I know that, too. Today's questions come from Stuart, and Stuart says... Hello, Glenn. I really appreciate everything that you're doing with this podcast. I have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. First, if we truly are an aspect of source energy, does that mean that we lose all individuality when we die and return to source? Or are we as a leaf on the tree of source? Can you separate individuality or personality from ego? What is individuality? or personality without ego. The game of hide-and-seek supports the notion of reincarnation, and that sounds like a wonderful game to play when you have all eternity as your stage, but the thought of, at some point, being reincarnated as an abusive despot or a monster of any kind brings shudders to my soul, regardless of them being divine at source. What does Quad have to say about my questions? Thanks, Stuart. So, Quad, what do you think? What do I think about what? What do you think about Stu's many questions? I think that Stu is interested in having answers to questions that cannot possibly be answered. Aren't we all? Yes, and it's wonderful. That curiosity, that desire to stretch beyond your current understanding, the willingness to engage in fictions, the recognition that everything is a fiction. Why are you saying that everything is a fiction? Because everything from your human perspective is. And I cannot begin to address Stuart's questions without reminding myself, and everyone listening, that we are playing in a sandbox of fictions. Stuart asks if we are an aspect of Source. What does that mean? What is Source? What is the subatomic energy that forms every quark, every proton, every neutron, every atom? What is the source that turns each atom into molecules, into cells, into organisms, into everything that you see around you? You ask the question, if we are aspects of source, what is it that you think that we are made from? What is it that you think that we are? There can be no question as to whether or not we are aspects of source. That much is fact. The fiction lies in how we interpret what that means. Is this source energy intelligent? Is it aware of what it is and what it's doing? How do you answer that question? What data or evidence will you use to support your position? You might say yes. You might say no. Either response is based on uncertainty. Either response leads you to fiction. Nevertheless, we are here to play in the playground of divine imagination. So let's play. Stuart asks, if we are an aspect of Source, does that mean we lose all individuality when we return to Source? What kind of a return are you imagining? Why is it that you think that you are not already Source right here and right now? Is your body not full of atoms? Is your body not built completely out of atoms and all of that subatomic Source energy? 
Why is it that you're unaware of that? What does a return to source actually mean? You are source energy right now, and you absolutely maintain your sense of individuality right now. Do you remember any of the events of your fifth birthday, or your tenth birthday, or your fifteenth birthday? Do you remember any events at all from childhood? What are those memories? Where do they exist? What are they made from? Believe it or not, those memories are also source energy. Whether you imagine the memories as individual neurons, the cells that make up the gray matter of your brain, or if you interpret those memories as a collection of neurons that are firing and communicating with each other, creating some kind of electromagnetic field from the brain. However you envision the memories that you carry, how can you think of them as anything but source energy? This energy that cannot be created nor destroyed. This energy that is eternal. This energy that is older than anything on this planet. This energy that is older than anything in this solar system. This energy that is older than anything in this universe. Do you think it is possible that this energy maintains memories of what it was and who it was as it was forming you? This, I believe, is your question. If we are an aspect of Source, does that mean we lose all individuality when we return to Source? I will tell you the answer is no. How does that feel to you when you hear it? I will tell you that Source has a memory of you and everything you have ever done, everything you ever will do, and all of the iterations of possibilities of things that you could do. That all exists within Source Energy within the electromagnetic field of the life-giving energy that fills the entire universe. Imagine if you had the technology to go into your own mind and relive that memory from your fifth birthday, or your tenth birthday, or your fifteenth birthday. Can you imagine a time in the not-too-distant future when you put on a pair of virtual reality goggles and plug into your own memories to relive experiences from your past? If a mere human being who has evolved on the planet Earth can create a technology like this, if a mere human being who was created on the planet Earth can even imagine a technology like this, what could a living, existing, intelligent source energy do that has been evolving far longer than any human mind can possibly begin to imagine? If we are an aspect of source, does that mean we lose all individuality when we return to Source. No, it means we are what we are. As Source is what it is. As I am what I am. Always. The second part of the question, or are we as a leaf on the tree of Source? That might be a helpful metaphor to think, but what would be more accurate would be to think of the atoms within each tree. To think of the quarks within each tree. Your relationship to Source Energy is much more like an atom in the tree of life than it is a leaf on the tree of life. For both the leaf and the tree, the bark and the sap, the wood, the roots, the branches, all are different manifestations of this same Source Energy. Stuart's next question, can you separate individuality or personality from ego? What do you mean when you use the word ego? Ego is typically thought of as a sense of self, or 
in other words, a sense of individuality, a sense of personality, the things that distinguish you from others. The ego, the personality, your sense of being an individual self, all of this is a creation of the human mind. It is a fabrication of the human mind. It is a fiction created by the human mind. And what is the human mind? The human mind is a collection of atoms constructed from subatomic energy, arranging itself into certain types of molecules, certain types of cells, performing certain kinds of actions. And what do those actions do? The human brain filters your reality. It controls your body. It determines what you see and experience of the outside world. It determines what you see and experience of your inner world. Can you separate individuality, personality from ego? The question in itself is quite ironic. For the main function of the ego and individuality and personality is the sense of separation. For it is the ego, the personality, the mind that gives you the sense of separateness from source. When the mind is dissolved, when those filters are dropped, the sense of separation will soften. It never completely goes away. It is, as it were, a memory within the electromagnetic field of source energy. Stuart's next question, what is individuality or personality without ego? It is nothing, and it is everything. It is the amorphous source energy. What are the atoms? What becomes of those atoms? and the subatomic energy that is currently making up your brain once it is no longer making up your brain. Those atoms and that energy become other things. And in fact, right now, as they are doing you, they are also doing other things. This thought defies your rational understanding of the world. But theoretical physicists are beginning to recognize through the study of quantum mechanics that this subatomic energy does in fact exist in multiple places at once. It exists in multiple times at once. Think about the implications that has on your own body. Imagine the possibility of aspects of your very own body, your very own atoms, your very own subatomic energy, existing not only as the cells in your body, but as other things and other areas and other dimensions of space-time that you are not consciously aware of. Just as you are not consciously aware of those aspects of those atoms and that subatomic energy that are currently existing here in this place and time. Your mind is a filter giving you a very limited sliver of experience of reality. That is your perception. That is reality. Of course there is more. There is much more. Your brain, your mind, your ego, your personality evolved specifically to provide this filtered experience of reality for source energy. Because source energy wants to experience all there is to experience. It cannot experience all there is to experience without the experiences that you experience. Everything that you experience every thought that you think, every feeling that you feel, that is recorded in the memory of source energy. 
it is shared with all of us. Your highs and your lows. Your failures, your successes. We all share them with each other. We all learn from each other. Outside of this filtered experience of reality, we all are quite in love with each other. And there are aspects of yourself right now high-fiving other aspects of me and you and others outside of your conscious awareness. High-five. As we are playing this game of hide-and-seek. And yes, Stuart, I understand and appreciate those feelings that would make you recoil from the thought of existing as an abusive monster who victimizes other human beings. Once again, high-five. The version of source energy that is you, right here and right now, has turned your mind towards messages of love, of compassion. You see the evils in the world. You see the harm caused to others. You recoil from it. That is a beautiful and valid response. It is something to be proud of. It is something to open up your heart to. And by opening up your heart to it, by allowing that love to come in and flow through you, you heal aspects of yourself in the here and now. That information is also shared with other aspects of you. Even aspects that have indeed been these very monsters that you recoil from. Some of those experiences you have experienced in this lifetime. Times when you look back at things that you've done that you feel guilt about, that you feel shame about. Times when you see yourself as a monster in relation to others. Why does Source Energy play this game of hide-and-seek? What's in it for Source? For a being that is omniscient, omnipotent, omnipresent. A being that has all things before it constantly. Believe it or not, Source misses the days of being surprised. This may sound very strange to you, but imagine if you woke up tomorrow with complete amnesia. You had no memory of who you were, of anything that you've ever done in your life. All the people who love you come around you and begin to remind you of the good things that you've done in your life, the good experiences that you all have shared. Occasionally you remember some of the bad things that you've done, but all of it as it comes back to you reminds you of the joy that you feel in being alive. You forgot how wonderful chocolate tastes, how amazing it is to taste that chocolate once again. You forgot that chocolate and mint can be combined together to create a new and even more delicious taste. And so it is with Source Energy in the game of Hide and Seek. Source Energy creates these filters to create the illusion of separation. You understand this process as the ego that is created by your mind, that provides you the sense of separation, that provides you the sense of self. Many of those filters of mind are what can be termed cognitive distortions, ways of thinking and seeing the world that distort, they change, they alter the reality that we experience. What is the purpose of the game of hide and seek? The purpose is integration, to drop judgment, to intentionally let down the filters, to intentionally relax the filters, to intentionally make those filters malleable, translucent, which is the nature of neuroplasticity, when you learn how to become an artist for your own neural architecture. That is the game of hide-and-seek. Can you mold and shape that amazing neural energy 
that you are constantly creating and shaping unconsciously that is your mind. Can you identify those ways of thinking that would turn you into a monster in this life? Can you drop the judgment and criticism that you hold towards yourself and towards others to embrace all of existence for the truth of what it is? Source energy. This is the response that we have for you, Stuart, and we appreciate you reaching out. We appreciate the interaction that we've had. And whether you are consciously aware of it or not, there is an aspect of you, an aspect of me, both source energy, giving each other high fives right now. We hope you have enjoyed this fiction today. We hope that you carefully consider each word. We hope that you're aware of how it makes you feel. And most of all, we hope that my divine imagination has made a connection and a high five with yours. Thank you for listening to Bathing with God. I'm Glenn Ostland, and I'd like to know what you think about this podcast. I'm also in the process of writing my next Bathing with God book, and I'm looking for a small group of people who would be willing to listen to what I'm writing and provide feedback as part of the creative process. So if you're interested in doing something like that, please email me at bathingwithgod at gmail.com. I have some ideas that I think will be really fun to explore, and I think you are here because you like exploring those kinds of ideas too. So please reach out, let me know who you are, and let's keep exploring these ideas together. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with any friends and acquaintances who are also interested in exploring these kinds of ideas, and give me a five-star rating and write a short review on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you use. You can also purchase my book, Bathing with God, on Amazon.com. And if you'd like to reach out to me personally, you can email me, Glenn Osland, at bathingwithgod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And probably so would Quad. Oh yeah, bring it. Thanks again for listening to Bathing Bathing with with God. God.